Star Wars 7x7 bonus episode. Yes, it's time for all the goodness that is Star Wars Celebration Europe to be revealed, and we are talking about today's big event, the Rogue One footage that was shown on the Celebration stage and broadcast to the other stages in Celebration, and also released on YouTube. The Celebration Reel is what's on tap for this bonus episode of the podcast. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and if you are hearing some atmosphere, it's because I'm coming to you from the top of our apartment in the Limehouse District of London, England. What a beautiful evening it is. It's a little bit chilly in the 50s, but gosh, it feels good to be outside after spending all day inside and all night last night inside. All right, so let me do the math on that, because it was actually late Wednesday night to Thursday morning that we were in there. So, And this is going to drop pretty immediately, but it's nighttime here, but it's still kind of light out in the United States. So... That is a little bit confusing, even for me, especially considering that I have been awake for more than 24 hours at this point and could use a little bit of a break, (laughs) to say the least. But hey, it's Celebration Europe. only happens once a year, or at least Celebration does itself. And so we are committed to bringing it all to you. And by we, I mean me, of course. That's me, Alan Voivod, your faithful host of Star Wars 7x7, who was in the queue as you may have seen from all of our tweets and live stream videos and whatnot overnight. And it worked out because we got into the room for the big day. And here is the the situation. Let's not bury the lead, shall we? Very little, if any, Darth Vader to speak up, okay? So we did not get a trailer. We did not get an actual trailer as uh, I certainly expected. I think a lot of people expected that because that's what we got out of Celebration Anaheim last year. We got a full trailer of The Force Awakens. So, you know, we're later in the year, closer to the release, and yet not a second trailer. So it's very surprising indeed. Instead, what we got was a behind-the-scenes featurette, the Celebration Reel, as they referred to it. And it's very much like the Force Awakens behind-the-scenes featurette that we got to see at San Diego Comic-Con last year. So similar kind of idea. And everybody in attendance also got to see some additional footage that they were asked not to share pictures or videos of with anyone. So the behind the scenes thing has been uploaded to YouTube and it's there for anybody to check out. But the footage that was shown to Celebration only, well, here is the basic rundown of it. There is a scene that kicks it off of a little girl running across terrain that will be familiar to you if you can remember the photo from the Entertainment Weekly spread recently with Rogue One stuff in it. And there was that one shot of a Death Trooper holding a little dolly stormtrooper. And that terrain was where we see a little girl running and it quick cuts to Jyn Erso running on the beach in the Maldives. And Maldives? Maldives. And that is the planet Scarif. S-C-A-R-I-F. That name was officially confirmed. It had been rumored and leaked 
previously, but it is now officially confirmed as the name of that tropical planet where they are taking on the Empire. And it looks as though that may be where the plans are, because as we see her running along the beach, there is some interesting-looking device that she has in her hands that looks like it has discs on it. It does look like an old-school disc drive in a way. And there are also a few shots of rebel troopers running through densely packed palm tree forests. And the last shot of that celebration attendee only footage is a shot where you remember in New Hope where they showed the Death Star's calculations about how fast they were getting to Yavin, like that computer animated graphic. Well, you see it kind of reflected on a surface, uh, what kind of surface, who knows, and then within that reflection, that's what it looks like to me, you see the shadow of Darth Vader and you hear that just once. You don't hear any dialogue, you don't actually see Vader himself, it's just the shadow and a breath and that's it. So I was a bit bummed, I'll be honest with you, you know, I wanted more, but you know, of course we all want more, right? So it was only my expectation. They never set an expectation other than what they did last year. They never came out and said, hey, you should expect something. But, you know, I it's, you know, any disappointment is on me. So there you go. Anyway, let's talk about that behind-the-scenes featurette, shall we? And go through all the shots that we see. And we kick off with the Stormtrooper on some sort of rocky ridge. And you actually see looks to be like a boom mic or a camera, another camera in the background or in the uh, foreground. Of it, and that stormtrooper is looking out on the horizon with binoculars or quadnoculars of some sort to begin everything. Next up, we get a cut to an action scene, and this is a scene with the rebel troops down in some sort of trench, and there is fire happening, explosions, bodies flying. And you remember if you ever saw that video with the people passing the basketballs around and you try to keep track of how many times one group of people has it and then they say, but did you notice the gorilla? And the gorilla walks through the frame and the second time you watch it and you realize like, wait a second, that happened all along and you were just concentrating on other stuff. The reason why I bring that up is because Alan Tudyk appears to be running through the scene and he is dressed up in just regular street clothes and has a ball cap on. Or maybe that's actually just an assistant director or something like that. I don't know, running through the shot. Anyway, uh, it was sort of jarring when I actually noticed it. Like, hey, wait a minute, there are all these people in Star Wars costume and then this random guy who just ran through the shot. So check it out and see if you recognize that. Then we get a couple of pensive shots. One of Bodie Rook sort of standing up realizing, oh my gosh, I am living in a very bad situation. <laughs> my planet is terrible, the Empire is terrible, and I hate working for them, maybe something like that. A scene with a moisture evaporator sticking out, and I'm guessing it's Generoso that we're seeing from behind and in shadow. It looks like a grassy sort of area where she's from. We have a shot of stormtroopers cornering Lieutenant Cassian, no, Captain, excuse me, Cassian Andor, Diego Luna's character, and he's putting his hands out and putting his gun up. This looks to be Jeddah. It looks to be that uh, particular planet. Oh, yeah, we'll tell you about that in a moment. Jeddah is the name for the planet where we find Bodhi Rook and oh, Baze and Chirrut. Those are the names of Zhang Wen and Donnie Yen's characters. So all three of them. We got that name as part of the Rogue One panel. But back to the actual scenes in the trailer. So they capture Cassian at some point in this. And then we get a cut to, it looks like Scarf, Scarf, 
in the Maldives with Donnie Yen just standing there and hanging out because that's what he's got to do and a ton of fire in the background I guess the battle may be over at that point and then more pensive Felicity Jones in her Death Star getup and then we get to some of the behind the scenes stuff with you know like one blink for a last shot of a character that we have no idea about just yet but it ha the character has a lot of little hair braid things wow busy night tonight apparently so little hair braid things along the uh, you know line of her skull with her spine and don't know who that is yet so that's kind of a new person picking into things and then we get a couple of comments from Gareth Edwards we get shots of Canary Wharf where they filmed the scenes that have to do it has to do with some sort of imperial military installation right and you get to see a Death Star droid one of the gleaming shiny silver droids you get to see a bunch of aliens being dressed they cut to scenes where Jang Wen and Felicity Jones are being filmed with B-roll and the Maldives looking all messed up and then they give you Donnie Yen looking fierce and then you get a very nice surprise you get Warwick Davis who is in some sort of costume that will prevent you from realizing who he is apparently oh my and we will send blessings on the way to whoever is in need of that siren Alright, we are back. We also have a scene with Diego Luna, who's reaching out to hug someone, apparently, and the woman seems very sad and upset. He's very happy to see her, but she does not, I mean, I think it probably tears of joy more than anything else, but who the heck is this? I have no idea whatsoever. Then we have Felicity Jones on the streets of Jeddah, handing what looks to be a fruit, maybe, to possibly Warwick Davis's character. Um, we get to see the streets of Jeddah with Jin and Cassian lurking around and a tank rolling around with a new look stormtrooper that we didn't see in the Rogue One costumes and props exhibit. They only had the shore troopers, the regular stormtroopers, and the death troopers, but whatever this new one is that's riding around in the tank, they did not show that one to us. So we know that at this point, Cassian and Jin come to Jeddah for some sort of situation. We don't know why, but we know that Bodhi Rook is there. We know that Baze and Chirrut are there. Don't know how Baze and Chirrut end up hooked up with Bodhi, but I think we're going to eventually find out. And according to the panel discussion, it sounds like that may actually happen toward the beginning of the movie. We may be on Jeddah. And at that point when they're on Jeddah, there's an action figure that they showed at Celebration Europe's Rogue One panel that showed Jin Erso as a sergeant. So she's been actually commissioned into the Rebel Alliance, which is a pretty impressive thing. So good on ya. And we see them dealing with explosions in, um, in the filming. We see the cameraman walking around that tank and then we see a tracking shot where they show Cassian and Jin running from some sort of explosion and they set pyrotechnics off 
in that set in Jeddah, and a piece of this stuff actually falls and bonks one of them, which is kind of impressive and committed, to say the least. Then we get more of the Cannery Wharf situation, and really impressive. That's the Imperial Military Facility. Impressive to hear the story of how from midnight until 4 a.m. in one night, they filmed the scenes that they needed to film there. They shut the joint down at midnight, which was its regular closing time, and got the set dressers in and fixed everything up, and they had already rehearsed the scene, and so had everybody sprinting, sprinting, sprinting around the way they needed them to sprint around, and then got everything cleared out and ready to reopen the station at 4 in the morning when all the suits showed up to go to work, and they said, hey, how you doing? And didn't say, we're making a Star Wars film, as Gareth Edwards had pointed out, which was a pretty funny way of looking at things. So we get to see the transformation of Canary Wharf into a military installation for the Imperials. We also get control room shots both for the Rebellion with Mon Mothma and with the Empire, and it looks like it could be from within the Death Star itself. It's inside some sort of room, and it does look like it's looking out on a planet, maybe Scarif, for example. And Director Krennic is striding over toward a view screen, and he's got some regular officers there and a Death Trooper on hand as well. So one of the things that came up in the look at the Rogue One costumes and props exhibit is that he has staked his reputation, Director Krennic has, on completing the Death Star for the Emperor, and it has been a long, delayed project, quote-unquote. Then we have a shot that looks very much like, if you remember the making of Featurette from San Diego Comic-Con, where they showed the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Did I say that right? Millennium Falcon. And Daisy Ridley riding at it, and it had some sort of gyroscopic thing that was set on, or a gimbal or whatever, and it was spinning all around and stuff like that. Well, it looks like some kind of similar idea implemented here for Rogue One, where they show... It looks to be a landing craft for the Rebels probably piloting down onto the sands of Scarif and flying all askew because there are, you know, laser blasts and possibly missile blasts and explosions happening that are trying to prevent it from coming down and that is a neat roller coaster ride if Star Wars Land needs ideas for roller coaster rides. I think that's probably gonna be a good one right there. They show that coming in. And then we get to see slow motion running of Diego Luna and Felicity Jones. And Felicity Jones has the data tapes, or at least what looks to be the data tapes. And they are running along the beach. And then we get more shots of practice. They're back on Jeddah and helping Donnie Yen and Felicity Jones do their part. And then we jump back again to the scene on the Maldive. So... We're getting more quick cuts this time around, and then we get a series of quick cuts showing us a bunch of different alien species and then into different human faces as well, including the Imperials. A lot of masks, a lot of eyes, very intense stuff. Now, the next thing seems to be Felicity Jones in some sort of rain situation and getting blasted by water, so maybe it's like even you know hurricane weather or something to that effect. And then we get to see everybody running through the palm tree forest, the tropical forest. Quick poses and montage and cuts, and then you get to see Donnie Yen, the blind monk who's faithful to the force, just throwing an elbow on a stormtrooper without even looking and ducking him. So Donnie Yen is going to be just as crazy cool in this movie as he is in all of his other movies too, it seems. 
then we get more cool action shots, and then a blink-if-you-miss-it interaction between Felicity Jones and Forrest Whitaker's character, Saw Guerrera, and that happens right around the 158-159 mark of the trailer. It is so brief, it is a blink-and-you-miss-it moment, and you don't even really see Forrest Whitaker's whole face. Then they give you some slow-motion stormtroopers walking through the water, which is very cool, and a creature that has a gunner position on a ship. It looks like the Rebel Landing Craft, maybe, and he <laughs> is acting a little bit like Rocket Raccoon. Gareth Edwards is giving him direction, trying to get him to laugh, like, in a wild fashion, and he laughs very wildly. It was sort of Rocket Raccoon-like to me. Uh, and then he just starts unloading. Um, then you get more cuts here and there to Felicity Jones, Alan Tudyk, Jang Wen, cameras moving, stormtroopers moving. Wow, there was actually a an Imperial officer slamming a stormtrooper up against a window. That has to be somebody in disguise, I would imagine. And then you can see the death troopers coming around. And the death troopers are in the same place that our heroes are at the very beginning of this extended feature at behind the scenes. That one scene where they're in the trench and there's fire and stuff blowing up and bodies flying and whatnot and so forth and somebody with a baseball cap running through the frame. So that same scene of carnage we have the death troopers moving in on in the 214 range of the tr little trailer video that we get. They also have a shot of about a half a dozen death troopers walking through a grassy field with another officer uniformed in white. It doesn't look like Ben Mendelsohn when you blow up the YouTube video to full size. It looks like it might. I mean, it could be him. He's sort of dressed like him, but um, yeah, he looks younger. And at my resolution, I can't tell the ranking, but it looks like the rank is not up with Director Krennic's ranking. But that in itself is interesting that... Um, maybe he is part of the same uh, advanced weapons research team that Director Krennic is a part of and that there are multiple officers working underneath Director Krennic in this capacity. And then we get shot after shot after shot after shot after shot of action sequences, people running, things blowing up, that sort of thing. It's not to say that I'm trying to blow it off or anything like that. Not in the slightest. I'm just saying that it doesn't necessarily reveal anything with the shot after shot. We just know that there's action happening in grassy areas and sandy areas and grassy areas and sandy areas. Doesn't really tell us anything about the movie. And we finally end on Jin Erso standing in the hold of a ship. And it looks like it's already open, shaking, and they are ready to go on the attack, probably on Scarif, on the Maldives. And she says, May the force be with us. Which is as good of a send-off into battle as any. And really kind of ironic in a way, considering that the whole premise of this thing is to suggest that the Jedi are no longer there to save them. And so instead of saying, May the Force be with you, or it's a very singular kind of thing, it's May the Force be with us, which is more about the team and more about them having to survive without the singular and individual Jedi, which I thought was a pretty neat touch. And that does it for the featurette. And as far as the footage of the, you know, the celebration stuff that isn't shared anywhere, well... That Death Trooper holding the dolly, you know, that's, you know, something to do with probably where Felicity Jones' character, Jen Erso, grew up, because we see her running briefly as a young girl, or at least the implication is that it's her, because it immediately quick cuts to her adult character running on the Maldives, 
and we see characters in Jeddah walking around and they have um, some very interesting coverings on them. They're almost burka-like in a way except in bright colors. And of course the Darth Vader reveal toward the end with his shadow and the breathing and nothing more just yet. So I guess we're going to have to wait a little longer, and I'm hopeful that the footage that they showed at Celebration is going to be the basis of a full trailer at San Diego Comic-Con. One can only hope, but we're not going to find out until next week, so fingers crossed for that. And we will do the rest of our Celebration coverage in our regularly numbered podcast. It'll be episode 743, so check out our podcast feed for that one coming at you very soon. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to Star Wars 7x7, and please do continue to do so on iTunes at sw7x7.com slash iTunes or searching Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Please recommend us that way to your friends if they do not listen to it. That is one of the best things that you could do for us as a means of saying thank you for the work we're doing here. And by we, I mean me, because this is... This is all my podcasting doing, although I will say that my incredible wife, Brainstormer Lonnie, for those of you who are familiar with the podcast from the past, um, she is doing some great social media stuff for me in the background of things too, and the additional support is invaluable there as well. So thank you very much, Lonnie, for being a part of this, of course. And that's going to do it for us. So... Please stay tuned. Please check in with us on SW7X7 Podcast on Twitter. Watch out for more live streaming video from the Excel Center over the coming days. And yeah, we're only one third of the way done and there's lots more excitement to come. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7X7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.